Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Thursday of the 30th week in Ordinary Time, a reading from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, draw your strength from the Lord and from his mighty power. Put on the armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the tactics of the devil. For our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities, with the powers, and the world rulers of this present darkness, with the evil spirits in the heavens. Therefore, put on the armor of God, that you may be able to resist on the evil day, and having done everything, to hold your ground. So stand fast with your loins girded in truth, clothed with righteousness as a breastplate, and your feet shod in readiness for the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, hold faith as a shield, to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and supplication, pray at every opportunity in the Spirit. To that end, be watchful with all perseverance and supplication for all the holy ones, and also for me, that speech may be given me to open my mouth, to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, so that I may have the courage to speak as I must. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, blessed be the Lord, my rock. Blessed be the Lord, my rock. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for battle, my fingers for war. Blessed be the Lord, my rock. My mercy and my fortress, my stronghold, my deliverer, my shield in whom I trust, who subdues my people under me. Blessed be the Lord, my rock. O God, I will sing a new song to you. With a ten-stringed lyre, I will chant your praise. You who give victory to kings, and deliver David your servant from the evil sword. Blessed be the Lord, my rock. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Some Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Go away, leave this area, because Herod wants to kill you. He replied, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons, and I perform healings today and tomorrow, and on the third day I accomplish my purpose. Yet I must continue on my way today, tomorrow, and the following day, for it is impossible that a prophet should die outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how many times I have yearned to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you were unwilling. Behold, your house will be abandoned. But I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A few years ago, I had the wonderful opportunity to visit the Holy Land. It's a powerful experience to visit the very places where Jesus once lived and preached, the ruins of the synagogue of Capernaum, the water of the Sea of Galilee, the narrow entrance to Jerusalem through the Sheep's Gate, the pools of Bethesda, the residence of the high priest. These places have very personal memories for me. At the Wailing Wall, however, you could feel the communal emotion in the air, not so much from the Christian visitors, but from our Jewish brothers and sisters. The wall is all that remains of the Jerusalem temple, destroyed by the Romans in the year 70. Faithful Jews visit there to remember the glory of the former temple, and to pray for its restoration. I can think of no other place in the world where, pe- where people pray for the return of a structure destroyed almost two, 20 centuries ago. 
But since then, there has been no place to offer the temple sacrifices. The Jewish people long for the day when once again they will gather to sing psalms of triumph within the sacred walls. The hope for the temple's restoration is tied to the hope for a Messiah, the hope for the manifestation of the kingdom of God that will last forever. And although we as Christians may not identify with the desire for the temple, we do share in the hope for the kingdom when we will sing together with the Jewish people as one body. Today's readings are just against the temptation to give up hope, instead choosing to cut and run. The Pharisees urge Jesus to go into hiding because Herod wants to kill him. Jesus is well aware of the danger of death. He knows that going to Jerusalem is sticking his mouth into the head of a lion, although the lion in the end is the Jewish leadership, not Herod. But Jesus refuses to cut and run. He won't stand down from evil. He will appear to lose the battle, but he's confident that he will win the war, and so he will never retreat. St. Paul urges the same. Paul doesn't sugarcoat the reality that we're surrounded by the powerful forces of evil. But protected by the armor of God, our faith, we may stumble, but we will not fall. The chains that restrict Paul's movements are mere symbols of the hidden enemy, Satan, who has Paul's captors in his employ. Paul could have gone silent or left town before his arrest, but he knows his greatest weapon is his perseverance, for it is evidence that the faith of the Holy Ones will never yield to intimidation and injustice. When Cardinal Pell was in prison for more than 400 days a few years back because of a false accusation against him, his greatest longing was to be able to celebrate Mass again. I'm blessed to celebrate Mass every day, and I long to return to the temple and to hear the music that has gone silent during the kitchen table private liturgies at which I preside daily. You too are weighed down by the chains of Satan's own relentless efforts to crush your hopes of the kingdom. These chains are our greatest weapon. They say to the devil loud and clear, we won't back down. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day. 